You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. Now our feature presentation. Report, Mr. Higgins. Our forces still have containment of the area, sir. However, they've reported there's a strange light coming from the island. So I can see. Any word from Byron? Nothing yet, sir. Stay on it. He's been in there over six hours now. You need to give him time. Have faith, Director Angel. If there's anyone on this earth who can solve this problem for you, then it's Byron. How do you know he's not dead? I would know. I would feel it. Byron still lives, for the time being. And what of our arrangement? That all depends upon his success, does it not? All the pieces are in place, Director. The stage is set. Orchestra engaged. Now let's see if Byron can dance. The cultist led Joe and me through the streets of the Isle of Dogs. It was night now, yet the skies above the small island were illuminated a soft, burnt orange. I did not know where this was coming from or whether it was magical in its origins. However, it did give us enough light to see where we were going. Every so often we would pass one of the dead. However, unlike when I first encountered them, they did not come after us. They simply stood still and watched as we were led away. Eventually, we came upon the building where the cultists had been making their sacrifices. We were taken inside and led to the fifth floor. Inside now! Or you'll do what? I'll blow your bloody brain all over the place! So I can either get my brain blown all over the place, or taken up to the roof later where I'll be set on fire and tossed over the edge of the building. Why, that's a toughie. Inside! I can't see anything. Hang on, I've got a torch. Ah, we're in the broom closet. How quaint. Did you really think they'd have left it unlocked? There's no harm in helping, is there? I can't believe this. This is all your fault. My fault? How is this my fault? I've been surviving on my own for the better part of a week. I saw a lot of people killed by those zombie things, but the first time I take pity on someone, look what it gets me. I should have left you to the zombies. Now look, I wasn't the one who suggested we go up to the roof, was I? No, but I never would have suggested it if you hadn't told me that cock and bull story about the Sarah, Sarah, whatever, those angel things. Seraphim. Yeah, those things. Should have just kept my head down and I'd be fine. Now I'm going to be burned alive because of you. Joe, calm down. I wouldn't worry about being sacrificed tonight. The Satanists have already conducted their ritual tonight. Oh, so I guess we're on the roster for tomorrow night? Exactly. Gee, what a relief. So, what do we do in the meantime? Play a few hands of Pinnacle? Mm. Now that sounds like fun, 
but I think our time would be better spent finding a way out of here. And how do you plan to do that? Well, first I'm going to open the door. The coast is clear. No guards. That's a strange expression. The coast is clear. I wonder who came up with it. Should really look that up someday. Wait a minute. That door was locked. It was. Funny that. Now come on, we've got to get out of here. Joe and I made our way down long hallways. Although it was night and dark outside, the skies were still illuminated that mystical burnt orange. Why aren't there any guards? No idea. Overconfidence, perhaps. Probably figured we wouldn't be able to get out of the closet. Come in here. Shouldn't they be getting out of here? The stairs are back this way. I'm not looking for a way out. Our capturers were kind enough to bring us to the one building I've been looking for. What do you mean? Here. I was given this map before I was... dropped off here. This is the building where the experiment took place. That's... weird. Why would they take us there? Actually, it makes a lot of sense. This is where the Seraphim are coming into this world, so this is where their followers would make the sacrifices needed to feed them. I just need to find out on what floor everything took place. Fine, you do that. I'm getting out of here. Uh, you might want to rethink that, Joe. And why is that? Come over here. Look out the window. Fine, I'll look. Dear God. The streets below were awash with the dead. Burnt and decaying corpses shambled around the exterior of the building. There were at least a hundred of them, if not more, and more were arriving all the time. An army of the walking dead. All the while, the skies above the Isle of Dogs burned to dark orange. I couldn't help feel that what little time I had was running out. You'd never have gotten out the front door alive. They would have torn you to pieces. I... I don't understand. There weren't that many of them when that Satanist brought us here. They seem to be gathering here. Mindless zombies as far as the eye can see. Oh. Zombies might be right. However, they're far from mindless. Inside each one of those is a malevolent spirit. En masse, they'll be quite a powerful force soon. A lot of them look all messed up. Comes from being lit on fire and tossed over the side of the building. You'd think they'd want the bodies to be in better condition than that. I imagine they would. However, it's not just the sacrifices the Seraphim need. They also feed off powerful emotions like fear and terror. Charming. Remind me never to date one of them. Well, it looks like you're stuck with me, Byron. And vice versa. So, what are we going to do? We need to find a schematic. A map of this building so I can figure out where we need to go. Help me with these files. There is no gods but Sagan and his brothers. Please, please don't do this. My dear child, be afraid. 
fear because you face your end. You are the last of the unbelievers in this city. Your death shall be exquisite and give my masters the nourishments they need to come forth and build a new empire here on Earth. Please don't, don't, don't. I'll pay, I'll pay whatever you want. The master have no need of your money. My lords, please accept this offering we make in your names. It is done. Praise be to Zagan. Jeffrey, Jeffrey! Adam, I've told you before, it's Magus, not... not Jeffrey! Uh, I apologize, my lord Magus, but, but I wanted to tell you, we found two more in the city. Two more? But you told me our patrols had found all the survivors. They must have been able to avoid our people. Bring them up here at once! Magus? But, but shouldn't we save them for tomorrow night? Tonight is the night of the rising. The night they come forth in force and claim the earth. We must do everything in our power to facilitate the rising. Remember, they promised we would rule over this world with them. Yes, yes, Magus. I'll send for them at once. This time tomorrow, my dear Adam... It will be a whole new world. Um, damn it. This light of yours has gone out. Sorry about that. I really didn't have the time to replace the batteries before I came. At least there's enough light from the sky for us to see. I'm not finding anything. And you're not looking in the right places. So tell me, how do you know about all this? All of what? The Seraphim? Everything that's happening? Old legends for the most part. The first few I found covered some of the basics, like the war in heaven and how the Seraphim were banished into the labyrinth. In time, I came across others that told more of the story. Like what? Basically, we can expect the Seraphim to come in three waves. The first will wipe out the living on Earth. Every man, woman, and child. You said they'd do that once they swarmed here. Yes, but it's bigger than just that, Joan. I mean everything. Every animal, every plant, every creature, anything that's living. They're all on the menu. Even the bugs? Even the smallest flea. None will be spared. They'll use the dead bodies to spread chaos and destruction to all corners of the globe. Once they've finished, the second of the three will come. And what does it do once everyone else is dead? It destroys the world again, only this time in a vast fire leaving nothing but ash in its wake. Charming. And what about the third? The third could be the worst of them all. I only know that once it's finished, there will be no Earth left anymore. You mean it zaps the whole planet? I think so. I'm not sure. I only know it's a destroyer of worlds. 
Anyway, once the three have finished with this world, they will then move on to the other realms and deal with them in a similar fashion. But why do this? Why destroy everything? Because it's their way of getting back at God. Destroying his creations and knowing he will do nothing to stop it because he will follow the rules he laid down eons ago. Which is why it's left to people like us to stop them before things get out of hand. Just need to find out where to go next. What should I be looking for? Like, will it be labelled Secret Government Experiments Room or something? Why not? It's what they do in Area 51 for the Roswell UFO crash. Oh, please. There's no such thing as UFOs. Let me see if I've got this right. Demonic, world-devouring creatures you can accept. But a spaceship from another world is just too much to buy into. You have to admit it sounds kind of far-fetched. Aha! I think I found something. Okay. Uh, what am I looking at? This right here. What do you see? A stairwell. Notice anything odd about it? No. No, not... Really? Should I? Youth today. Yes, you should notice this. A red door. Yes, and at the bottom of the stairwell. So, what does that mean? Do you see any other door marked in red at the bottom of the other stairwell? No, I don't. That's because they don't lead people where this one goes. That's it? You're basing your whole assumption on the fact that someone marked this door in red, while the other ones are blue. Yes, I am. But what if they marked it red to mislead invaders? What if what we're looking for is in one of these other rooms? What if this leads us to nothing but another broom closet? It's the best lead we have so far, so I say we check it out. What about the zombies? What about them? They're all around the building. Some of them are bound to gotten in here and there, most likely on the ground level. Right to where the red door is. Good point. Well, I suggest we proceed with a good deal of caution. Come on. Oh, this can't be. They were locked in. They must have picked the lock somehow. How? There's no way to do that from the inside. And the door bolts would have kept a bull elephant from busting out. You were supposed to be guarding them. But no one's ever gotten out before. I figured... Magus is not going to like this. My lord, it's Adam. Yes, Adam, what is it? The prisoners. They've... Well, they've escaped. What? We don't know how... There's no damage to the door. It's like they had a key to get out somehow. Find them, madam. Find them, or it will be you who is sacrificed. Yes, my lord. We'll find them at once. See, let you do so. Well, don't just stand there. Find them. Unlike the offices Joe and I had been in before, there was none of the dark orange light coming into the stairwell. So it was dark. Pitch dark. And with the torch dead, Joe was having some difficulty moving about. I'm going to fall and break my neck. Keep your voice down. And no, you won't break your neck. Just take it slowly and keep your hand on the rail bar. Follow my voice and you'll be fine. 
was that? What was what? I thought I heard something. I'm not hearing anything. Just keep quiet for a moment. I think there is someone in this stairwell with us. Gee, you think? Greetings, Byron. Slate. What are you doing here? You need to return to your realm. Now, while you still have time. Slate, if the Seraphim break through, even our realms won't be safe. Perhaps, but it will be some time before they act against us. Time which we can use to plan. To build a strategy for defense. Byron, who is this guy? Slate, if I can stop them here and now, there won't be a need for us to build a defense. You cannot survive what is to come. If you fail... If I fail, we're all as good as dead. Humanity and all other forms of being. The Seraphim will not overlook your role in their banishment. What the hell are you talking about? It's complicated. I did what had to be done, Byron. I cannot force you to come, brother. But if you do this, you go alone. We cannot help you. Hasn't that always been the way? Then know this. The threat you face is far worse than you suspect. Wheels have been set in motion against you and you alone. All of this is but one piece of a much larger plan. Meaning what? I've told you too much already. Cryptic as ever, Slate. Farewell, brother. I wish you success. For all our sakes. Okay, who the hell was that? My older brother Slate. Nice guy, bit frosty though. For him to go out of his way to give me a warning means things are bad. But how? I mean, that light. Joe, it's complicated. When this is over, I'll try to explain everything. You can do more than try. Now come on, we've got They're to down get- here! I can hear them! They're down here! <sighs> they found us. Come on! You have been listening to The Byron Chronicles, Episode 7, A Time of Rising, written by Eric Busby. Featured in the cast were Laura Post as Joe, Ellie Hirschman as Adam, Amanda Fitzwater as Beth, Lucian Dodge as Magus, Charlotte Ryland as Susan, Mark Brzee as Director Angel and Slate, Chris Snyder as Mr. Higgins, Gareth Preston as The Observer, and David Alt as Byron. Music from the Podsafe Music Network and conducted by Ambient Light. Byron theme conducted by Kai Hartwig. This episode was produced and directed by Eric Busby. Post-production work by Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production. Visit us on the web at www.darkerprojects.com Billions are dead. You're alone. You're afraid. There's nothing and no one left. And things are about to get much worse. The end is just the beginning. So many bodies. Hundreds of them. What did this?! Why am I alive and everyone else is dead? I don't know anything. 
Maybe it's some kind of virus or... The whole bloody world is falling apart. Who says that bodies getting up and moving again was the end of it? Have you stopped to wonder whether we really are new? Have you considered the possibility that what got the rest of them might get us eventually? Because there's every possibility that we might not wake up tomorrow. We might not be as safe as we thought we were. Darker Project presents... Autumn, from the novel by David Moody, a terrifying vision of an apocalyptic world of the dead. This dark novel of ultimate horror comes to life in a feature-length audio production, March 2007. Only from DarkerProjects.com One man. Detective Inspector Darian Tain. One destiny. An Imperial ship. From before the fall. To free humanity from the forces of tyranny. You have been found guilty of crimes against the hegemony, and your sentence is death. Darian Tain will pick up a battle standard cast down 300 years before, finding friends in unlikely places. Still here, Elias? Thought you'd left the second we docked. Where would I go? Together, they will embark on a journey to free their people from Amsa's oppression. Uncovering along the way, the sins that led to humanity's downfall and reforging alliances long thought forgotten. For the memory of a better time. Thanks. 300 years of slavery, persecution, and tyranny are at an end. Yes! Open space. Time to... Jump! Darker Projects invites you to join us for the adventure of a lifetime. Whoa! What? Join us for the Falcon Banner.